Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, kick some ass, man. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Fired up, huh? Fired up, huh? Good morning. Yeah, come on. Yeah. What's, what's, What's today? You know what today is. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What? Yeah, you know I've been what waiting it is. for this for a whole week. A whole week? Well, let me oh go ahead gosh. and slap it down on the table for Tee you. it up. Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, people listening across the country on all these affiliates oh, and all over on, the world. Come on, come on, slam it down. Come on. It's come on. a football Friday. All right. Come on. Football Friday here and yeah. uh, continue with the applause because uh, our long-standing topic nightmare is over. We do have an answer, a final answer on Deshaun Watson's suspension. It is over, folks. That is a wrap on the speculation that has been going on for months and months and months. Announced yesterday, a couple hours after we went off the air, that Deshaun Watson and the league settled on 11 games, $5 million, and wouldn't you know, uh, just coincidence, who would have thunk it? His first game back is going to be against the Houston Texans. Oh, my God. How how could anybody have seen that coming? What a stunner all the way through. What a bunch of BS by the NFL. Total shenanigans, but nonetheless, we at least have an answer on on the punishment for Deshaun Watson. Now, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, the questions I have aren't so much towards 
you know, what happens now for Cleveland. I mean, we can go through their, their schedule and, and we can throw out a, a, a prediction for what the season's going to be. They're not going to the playoffs. I'll, I'll put it that way. They're, the schedule makers were nice to them. They gave them an easy four games. But after that, uh, it's going to go downhill quick. I, I just do not understand how Roger Goodell, who would come out publicly and say we want a full year, a full year, after the approval of the Walton family to own the Denver Broncos. He stated that publicly. He was adamant about that. In the appeals process, he then assigns the guy in Peter G. Harvey to then oversee all of this, and yet they settle. Why? Why would you settle for anything less than what you wanted And why would you allow Deshaun Watson to go back to Houston where we've already seen him in one preseason game? I mean, we already heard the chance. We already heard the reaction there. And it's, I mean, I can only imagine what Houston is going to be like when that's his first game back. Mm. And so it had to have been all for optics. It had to have been to act like the NFL actually cares about women's issues like this. Because they, they clearly don't. If they did, they wouldn't allow him to come back to play in Houston, the place where a lot of this went down. Because they had the control to do so. Now, now, the reason why they were concerned about that is the NFL PA filing a lawsuit. And then they take this to court. And then what happens in court? Well, what happens in court is they probably say, uh, excuse me, Judge, we'd like to, to bring up all the evidence of Robert Kraft and Ooh. why Robert Kraft wasn't punished since he's an owner of a team and he's also subject to the collective bargaining agreement and his conduct under that agreement. Mm. And then you start to bring to light all of that information that I'm sure Roger Goodell, the NFL, the owners, everyone else who's been a part of you know, the things in the past didn't want to bring to light. I'm assuming that's what they were looking to avoid or trying to avoid, but... You know, a $5 million fine, not 10. 11 games, not 12, not the whole season. To me, Deshaun Watson's lucky. Yep. And with his statements yesterday and even Jimmy and D Haslam at one point cutting off the media, wanting to make sure we knew that, hey, Deshaun Watson's only 26 years old. He's a hell of a quarterback. Okay. I mean, the whole thing is a slap in the face to the alleged victims, to any, any woman who's ever dealt with something like this. I think you can go a little bit further with the whole allegations and, and what could happen if they had went to trial. Look at the Houston Texans as well. You know, 30, 30 you know, agreements, 30, 30 settlements. Um, you may not want to go any deeper down that rabbit hole either. I mean, keep in mind, this is public relations for – uh, a company, a corporation. So, yeah, of course they didn't want to possibly, and that was probably brought to to the surface in conversations as to why you do settle because you don't want to have to deal with what would come out. I mean, we're still sitting here talking about can they release the entire uh, report or re- release the the emails with Dan Snyder? You know, think about it from that perspective. So, if you get to the point of where it's legal. And it's not necessarily being handled um, within the governing body of of the National Football League. That becomes an entirely different conversation. So, of course, they're trying to avoid those types of conversations. But, you know, when I look at the Deshaun Watson decision and for it to be, I, I just 
it's it's hard for me to put the pieces together as it applies to a a leadership figure using the words egregious and predatorial behavior like that's that's um if we were again if we were to use that type of of language those type especially the predatorial behavior part if you're using that and you're talking about one of your employees i mean that's to me that that is grounds for you you go through the process right that person is is put on leave you go through that process and then that person is eventually let go that's generally how things work or or because of how egregious the actions were in nature and the predatorial this this shows predatorial uh behavior or what however he stated it then you get rid of them immediately because you already know and and listen i, I I know people will say, well, he was never legally convicted of anything. He never even it never even was enough, uh, you know, evidence to go to trial and or a criminal and, trial. And, and there was a good that, civil. Correct. And they right. will and they will base that his his innocence or his his ability for redemption should be off of that, that he did not have a criminal trial. That that, you know, it wasn't even enough information, but I would challenge people. I would challenge people to to think of it from the perspective of if it were you. Yes, you should have an opportunity to have redemption. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to redeem themselves. We all make mistakes and I'm not a, a finger pointer. But what I will say is there are also consequences to things that you do, to decisions that you make. And the more that you receive, it's even in the Bible, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. In this scenario, it was just, it was a a grossly irresponsible error that was made repeatedly over and over and over again. And so while, while I'll sit here and say to those who feel as though, you know, well, the, the punishment is the punishment. Deshaun Watson should get an opportunity for, for redemption, and he should be able to do it in a timely fashion and in a timely manner in, in his current workplace. I would say that, really, we, we make a lot of things to do about the NFL and what the NFL represents, and this is one of those cases where it's a rare, unique, it's a rare, unique case. Because I, I, I tend to believe that if this is more, you know, I guess regular corporate America, regular working America, that's not you're not going to get another opportunity at that place of employment. Now you may get an opportunity to redeem yourself, go somewhere else and work and do something else, but generally speaking, you're not going to get another opportunity at at the place you were employed. So this is definitely on I guess it's a win. You know, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I didn't have to pay $10 million. Uh, he does have to go without pay during during the 10 weeks. He does have to go see a behavioral expert during this time where he will be evaluated based off of that. 
I saw that there was the offering of the fine money is going to go into programs that actually educate people and support survivors. Yeah, they're, they're going to throw money at it. They're just going right. to throw money and, at it. And, so, and yeah. that's what community goodwill is from from corporations, right? That's right. that's what major corporations always do. Well, they, 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 they put money to towards To your point, it. they they could make a statement, and, and they didn't. And obviously yeah. the Browns didn't want them to, but th- this is to me one of those disappointing outcomes I think for a lot of people out there who who look for sports to actually be a leader and and because they feel like, hey, for example, athletes use this as a platform to talk about things they're passionate about or take stances on things. This is actually kind of the reverse of that. It's like the opportunity for the league to take a stance on something that we need to take more seriously as a society. And instead, they throw a small fine at a guy, which is not going to impact him. He's going to make $45 million this year. So... Five million after taxes, okay. Like I, I think he can handle that. Uh, the fine, you know, the, as far as games suspended, he's missing. It, it's not going to hurt him. He'll still end up earning, I think, about four hundred thousand in his uh, base salary this year. So it, that there's, there's every way you look at it, it's got to be disappointing for a lot of people involved. Uh, I, I would argue this too. With eleven games, I feel like it doesn't provide Cleveland with, with a lot of clarity. You know, you've got 11 games where you go, okay, that's not the entire season, so we wouldn't need to, like, maybe wait around for Jimmy Garoppolo. But it's also enough games where, like, can Jacoby Brissett get us through it? I mean, you've got a lot of questions in that regard. So it it, kind of puts the Browns in an awkward spot, and that's why I wonder if they're going to wait and see what happens in San Francisco and, and see if he gets if Jimmy Garoppolo gets released and say, okay, maybe we just want to stack our roster with as many quarterbacks as we can that feel like they could give us a shot at winning a game in the event Jacoby Brissett can't do it, gets hurt, whatever the case is. So when Deshaun does come back, we can make, make a late-season run. You know what? I, I, I just never understood, and this is one of the arguments that people have been throwing out there as far as the lack of punishment or the pushback on, well, you know, it's only 11 games. The pushback on that, which, by the way, if the original punishment handed down was 11 games and $5 million, we'd all think that was too light. I, I think a lot of us would think, yeah, it's a little bit light. I mean, he's making all this money, and I mean, it's 11 games. This is after their second try at coming up with some sort of a punishment, and still they landed on just 11 games and $5 million. But the part that doesn't make any sense to me is when people give this argument. Well, yeah, but he missed all of last season. Hold on a second. Don't go back and retroactively count that as an NFL punishment. The NFL didn't punish him last year. He decided to sit out, and the Texans wanted him to sit out. The NFL didn't have anything to do with it. Well, if he if wanted to play, they would have put him on the exempt list. But they didn't. Like, we can do this what-if all we want. The NFL can try and say, well, if you count last year, it's actually 28 games that, he, that he's missed, not just the 11 games. I don't, I don't understand where, that, where they come up with that and why people use that as some sort of reason as to why the 11 games actually does make sense in the long run based on last year. Last year had nothing to do with this. The NFL had nothing to do with that punishment. That was the Texans and Deshaun Watson. A lot of that was also his contract and not wanting to, to play for the Texans and them trying to facilitate a trade back then i just don't understand the argument on that one doesn't make any sense to me so whole situation is bizarre then uh, the uh, the punishment everything that came along with it and the pushback the, that they're going to get is warranted it, it's the only thing you can you can take from this at least from the nfl side is they they want the drama they want the drama what position was deshaun watson in for them to come back and say we want it to be 12 games what was he going to do yeah. Say no? Like, I'm not going to settle on this? 
Because the alternative was what? The entire season if they didn't settle? That's what Peachy Harvey was going to throw down there at him? So what was he? He wasn't going to accept one more game? Like now you subject yourself to all this drama and him going back to a place where all of this took place. As LeVar pointed out, 30 lawsuits were settled with the Texans alone. And you invited that into it. Like, you agreed to that as the NFL, even though you had all the power on your side to make the decision that would have been more just in this case. That's what's crazy about it to me, is they signed up for it. And so they had to have wanted it. Like, most people in life, especially when they're in a position of power, don't agree to something unless they want whatever's going to come along with that. And, And that's what the NFL is. They must want the drama. They must want the attention. It's a bad look for Roger Goodell and everyone else within the NFL office to agree to this and then turn around and say you care about anything in regards to these sorts of issues. And then his debut just happens to be the Houston Texans. Like, yeah. it, the whole it's just, thing it, is so you know transparent. Is it's little, absurd. You know what else is a tad bit interesting and intriguing is with the whole – and maybe it was spurned. Maybe he watched the Manti Teo – uh, special on on Netflix, but I thought it was interesting how he almost tries to paint himself into being a victim. Like I look forward to being able to share my side of the story. Yeah, I feel like I've been trying to tell people my side of the story, and and no one's paying attention to it. Like Deshaun, you're not a victim, bro. And yeah. if you are a victim, then you know what. It's possible that something may have happened in your past or whatever it may have been. I get that part of it, but there's no way that you're going to justify that some way, somehow you were a victim in this process. You were you were not, you know, culpable of what took place (laughs) in any way. Like and I thought I found that to be pretty. Hold on. Hold on pretty egregious i found that to be pretty egregious <laughs> my, man. my side of the story dude i've already seen the first chapter it's you laying on your back on a massage table grabbing your feet i'm good i don't need to see page two i i got it i don't need to see the rest of the story you know what's <laughs> even more damning weirdo. you want to know what's even more damning is in the top 10 searches of yahoo deshaun watson's judgment is not is not in the top 10 of searches iPhone 14 made it. Subaru <laughs> Outback made it. Mike Tyson, R. Kelly made it. Florence Pugh made it. Debt consolidation programs, they made it. You know what well, wasn't in the top yeah, ten of, of uh of searches for Subaru Yahoo? Outback made it? My yeah. God. Yeah. So people have become tone deaf to Deshaun Watson's situation. And and that's interesting because if they're tone deaf to it now. What does that mean 10 weeks from now? You know, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, well, first you know? off, that, I, I still think they'll be pretty uh, – They'll pretty, come back to tone? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> what back else is going to be the narrative? By the way, yeah. you're going to have a losing Cleveland Browns heading into Houston for that Week 12 game, all right? And you're going to have a Houston Texans team that could be competitive, but I, I think we all agree they'll probably be a losing team. They're not playing for anything at that point. And so you're going to shovel out two teams at a meaningless point in time in the season, most Other likely. Deshaun Watson. And it's just going to be Deshaun Watson. Like, that's yeah. what it's going to be. 
So yeah, it, it may it may settle, simmer down now. It's going to pick back up. Though. Which those, some those people would say still. that is dumb, but in in the realm of getting it picked up, going viral, getting getting attention, putting attention there, putting eyeballs there, it's actually. I mean, you hate to say it, but it's it's brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant in the sense that you're leveraging something that has little to no meaning as it applies to the sports world and and what the outcome of the season is going to be and yet it will be one of the most watched most discussed talked about stories going into that week yeah it's uh very very strange the whole thing be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com dot com slash sports tire rack dot com the way tire buying should be two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your friday morning we appreciate you doing so and we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific right here on a football friday action-packed first hour everything from uh, a lack of punishment to an alien abduction in the nfl fell to a mustard conversation all of that and more over the next couple hours here i feel like so, we really ran the gamut there super covered everything. fire um all right so let's get into a major payday uh the big 10 got paid the conference yesterday announced is a seven-year deal with fox cbs and nbc totaling more than $8 billion, that according to the Athletic. ESPN, oh, well, ESPN was the first outlet I saw that broke the news. Well, yeah, you got to get something out of it. I, I mean, thought that was kind of funny. Uh, ESPN had the Big Ten for 40 years, and so that ends that after starting in 2024. So, man, oh, man. I, I actually think Bruce Feldman first broke it. And then they they kind of ran with it, but did he delete his tweet? By the way, I saw you responded to his tweet. I went to look at it last night; and it was gone. It, like, it may have been too soon before it was formally announced. Or, yeah. I mean, you know how some of that stuff can yeah. go. So yeah. um, there there could have been some of that that was involved. But uh, this is huge. It's huge for the Big Ten. It's huge for college football. Um, and and here's why: if you look at what essentially has happened, you've got the three major broadcast networks in Fox, CBS, and NBC who've now allowed the Big Ten to play on major broadcast networks throughout the day, which is, hasn't been done before. It's, it's only really replicated in the NFL. 
So that's what they've done. They've, they've partnered together to take the same model where you have a 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and primetime game on Sundays, and you've done it on Saturdays, which only heightens and elevates the Big Ten Conference. And it's one of the reasons why you, know, you look at how much each one of these schools is going to make and, and with the brands that they've accumulated now adding USC and UCLA, and it's going to be the most watched conference. It already has been the most watched conference. Uh, people can dispute that, but the numbers are the numbers. The Big Ten has now been more watched than the SEC, at least when it comes in regards to the regular season. So that's why these rights are so important, so valuable. But it, it will, I mean, again, and everyone's got an opinion on that. <clears throat> what's, what's you can't dispute right now is where the Big Ten is, at least from a viewership standpoint. And so adding in a huge market like L.A., uh, already to markets like Chicago, markets like the East Coast, being able to draw all the way down to the D.C. area with Maryland and up, you know, up a little further north with Rutgers, tapping into New Jersey, New York. You know, they have the best geographical landscape to now provide a national brand as a conference, but also for these teams. And so I, I think they now have the most to offer student-athletes, if you're talking about recruits and exposure and everything with NIL – along with even those schools and the money they can generate going from a regional brand to a national brand. So th- this is huge. And, and I know there's some people who feel like it's, it's uncomfortable, but the reality is, you know, college football has been moving this way for quite some time. It's just now we're, we're being a part and we're witnessing all of the changes. So, Yeah, I mean, I, it is what it is, right? The, follow the money, they always say. So follow the money. They did this deal with the Big Ten. Obviously, it came not too long after the the delivery of the two two teams from L.A. So there was clearly a plan being executed. I think there's still more more to come. You know, there's there's more of a plan that's being executed. If I'm the Big Ten, I keep my foot on the gas. I keep my foot on. on I'm, I'm gonna press that bad boy down, and and let's see where this let's see where this goes. And 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 you can turn this into an even more uh, profitable uh, business venture if you if you do it and you play it out the right way. So to me, I mean, it's to be expected in terms of what the Big Ten is trying to do to to grow revenue, grow relevance, grow, you know, that's grow it all yeah you know grow grow it all grow the big 10 brand you're so you're gonna have big 10 games to your point brady all day long so noon eastern time all the way through like 11 o'clock at night the big 10 is going to be featured and featured prominently on three major networks and look i thought cbs is you know throwing up the the big 10 montage with the cbs the classic cbs music yesterday was awesome that you always just associate the sec with now the sec is going to have a partial well, that's not schedule necessarily true well what do you mean when that's you think of the sec true. you think about cbs like yeah that's... but but there's been a lot of pretty cool games that like burn that song in your head that weren't sec games, well so. okay but but point being so the sec is going to have a limited schedule uh next year and then right. they're gone at, starting 2024 on, on cbs yeah yeah I, I would just say this and i'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass on the show and you can think i'm crazy for doing this but I swear to God, I believe this is true. I think the reason why the Big Ten 
has gone to another level is because of Fox and because of Big Noon Kickoff and because of the presentation. I've said it before. Hey, whatever anybody wants to talk about it, I've said it before. But when (laughs) – unbelievable. I've said it before that the presentation of that conference and how that was showcased on television and it played out so well last year, I think took that conference and put it in another level that I think is in total competition with the SEC. I mean – wow. It was cute. Look, we've – commentary, man, and analysis. No, no, no. no. We've we've witnessed firsthand going school to school, uh, in large part in, in Big Noon Kickoff, that this was untapped. Like, there was something there that was untapped, and to your point, Fox was able to find it and tap into that, whereas ESPN, they put blinders on. You know, and I think they just solely looked at the dominance of the SEC with how Alabama's been with this run, Um, and and they kind of said, all right, well, that's where we want to park all all of our money, and that's what we want to expose. And and even though College Game Day will go around campus to campus and other venues – there's still this thought that it, when it always comes back to the games, ESPN's had an SEC bias. And they you know, started a network there. And, and so you see how that, all that's played out. I think the rest of the college football world has felt a little bit shunned. And you, know, you were able to tap into what is you know, a, a cultural thing in the, in the Midwest, in the Big Ten country, where people you – know, they love football. They're going to show out for it. They're going to be there for it. And you're seeing it now with the ratings. You're seeing it now with the revenue and money. And I think Fox was able to bring along CBS and NBC Sports to figure how this is all going to work out. Because, you know, Fox didn't need to give up Big Ten championship games. In this new seven-year deal, Fox will only have four of those. CBS gets two. NBC gets one. And so that leads me to then say this. When LeVar says, well, the Big Ten's not done, they're not. But I also think the networks aren't either. And I think this is where this is going. If you're Fox and you have a control of the Big Ten championship game, which has been, you know, at least for us, you know, working there as part of a big noon kickoff and everything else, you know, you're looking at it saying, like, why would you give up then the ability to showcase this conference on in its, in its peak moment, right, to solidify who is the champion of this conference that you're championing? And you'd say it's because there's going to be expansion. Yeah. There's going to be college football playoff expansion. It's coming and this, to me, is a sign that it's coming because you wouldn't give up the rights to that game unless you had the potential chance to be a part of an expanded playoff. So I think that day is also rapidly approaching. Yep. And I think you're going to see an 8, 12, maybe 16 team. Who knows how many it will be? 12 is probably most likely. But I think you're going to see that playoff format come to fruition. And it's not going to be held by just ESPN. You know, you're going to see other networks be a part of it in the presentation of college football as the college football playoff grows. You know, one thing that and you mentioned untapped in terms of, you know, Fox found it. If you just look around like on a Saturday, just just call up or, or look online and look at the local sports bars and in major markets. I, I did it here. And, and when I moved to California, because I love going to watch um, games and, and, and sports, sports um, settings, sports bar settings. If, if you go around the country, Atlanta, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, where, Texas, wherever it is you go, 
you can always find a very, very, very large population of Big Ten uh, Big Ten uh, alumni yep. ch- chapters doing doing events at these sports bars all over the country. For last year, LeVar, to your point, I walked into some place on a Saturday uh, around the corner from uh, I, I was going to see my mom. I it walked into some place. Michigan. Walked in, had no idea, had been to this place a hundred times before, full-blown Ohio State sports Ohio bar. State, I was about to say. What the hell's and happening Penn State, here? And Penn State is right there with all of them. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. Like, I, and, like it's, it is it is mind-blowing because I, for me, like, and I knew this existed um, while I was playing in the league because, you know, obviously you travel on, on Saturdays and and I could always go hang out with let, uh, with alumni. And it was like a real thing. And then as I got older, it was like, man, like anywhere in the state like or anywhere in the country, the states, I should say. And, and I'll tell you what's even crazier. I was in Jamaica. I was in Bermuda, <laughs> and it's the same thing. Who, what was the, what was the team there? What sports bar? Oh, bro! Please, please tell me it was like Rutgers or Indiana. I was at the Half Moon, the one. I was at the Half Moon, <laughs> and and on on everything they had it set up. I, I'm, <laughs> they had it set up, and it was Big Ten football that was there. Like people were there congregating to watch Big Ten football. And and don't get me started on bowl games. You look at the, 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 the teams that travel. Like, there are some teams that really travel outside of the Big Ten. But when they say, we took your trap, like, we take over your trap, Big Ten schools, like, like the upper echelon schools, they travel. They travel. They're going to come take over your, your space. They, they travel big time. So, I don't know. Maybe that's Big Ten pride. But it's also, if you're looking at it from a business opportunity, you have clientele all over the country and even in some cases in the world. Every game that I watched, as far as like the big games last year, that just off the top of my head, whether it's Penn State, Iowa that you guys were at, whether Which it was, was amazing. Wisconsin's opener and you had the jump around to start the fourth which quarter, amazing. which was just a crazy scene. Ohio State, Michigan, every single game that was presented last year by Fox, I looked at and said, damn, I wish I was there. Like just the whole, the aura, the event, everything that came along with it. Hey man, nah, call, nah, call what it is. Nah, I, nah. Listen, I, I love That's the SEC. I, I I did radio in SEC country. I've been to SEC games. I I love the SEC, but I'm telling you, the Big Ten Big has Ten made a different. major impact over the past couple of years in in the sport and how the how it's been presented. And I think a lot of that has to do with Fox. I think really about do. the the raw numbers, by the way. So you're getting, let's just say. <clears throat> round figures a billion a year 14 schools are getting a billion a year what's the nfl generate is a four billion four billion i think four billion that's yeah. 32 teams in major markets though and and, and actually i think the big 10 schools getting roughly somewhere around like 1.2 billion that's not bad like when you really break it down and think about it you've got less than half the teams of the nfl and they're getting, yeah, a quarter of it. But, like, this is still just getting started. Like, there's a chance the next round of rights is going to be even more expensive. So it, it's a pretty fascinating watch to see how networks have now kind of transitioned from, like, looking at the NFL, where I think when we look at the NFL, we say, all right, where's the next revenue source coming from? Because these TV rights can't go much higher. 
given the fact that you've tapped out your market for the most part in broadcast and cable. You've got cord cutting and people are streaming more. So when you're really looking at it, you're like, all right, gambling revenue is coming in. Okay. But college football hasn't even truly tapped into just that. Like the actual broadcast, cable, and streaming rights. Like that's still continuing to escalate, at least within the Big Ten and the SEC. So it's, it's pretty fascinating to see like the business side of all this as college football continues to grow. And I think networks look and they say, <clears throat> this is an untapped sport. If, if the NFL is number one, college football is number two, and, and it's not done peaking as far as what it's worth and the rights to that are worth. So Andrew Brandt tweeted this out yesterday, uh, the list of national media revenue uh, per the reports of the deals. All right. So there's one that sticks out here. So the NFL is number one, obviously at 10 billion per year, Uh, English premier league soccer, 4.2 billion a year, NBA, 2.6 billion major league baseball, uh, just under 2 billion and then the Big Ten, just the conference, is, just the next, conference. is yeah. next at over $1 billion a year, which is almost double what the NHL is doing and also what the SEC currently is doing, although you would expect the SEC to get something done. That's, it's just a conference in competition with entire professional leagues. That's right. how massive the smaller, deal is. Smaller markets, too, for the most part. I mean, obviously, USC and UCLA is a bigger market there. But, um, you know, when you're looking at it from that standpoint, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. That's why, like, the theory behind the super conferences, there's, there's validity to that. You know, if you took the biggest brands and you say, all right, all those brands are going to accumulate in, in two conferences and they're going to look like the AFC and NFC, you could see that because that, that's the best way of being able to, to continue to, to raise the bar as far as what these, these rights are worth. The problem is, is if, if you're adding in teams that aren't bringing in value, like you get a lot of presidents and chancellors who go, all right, well, we want to bring in this higher academic institution to be a part of our conference. <laughs> and you've got TV networks are going, okay, cool. They don't rate though. So like, we don't want, we're not going to pay you guys more for bringing this team in. Like, sure. Uh, have all the students come on board, but like, we're here, we're trying to run a business here. You're trying to run a school. It's a little, it's, it's, it's kind of conflicting views on all this. So just like there's the idea that these conferences are going to continue to expand. It's only if it makes sense for the networks, right? Because if you're one of those schools, why would you want more teams to join in yeah. to take away from that piece of the pie? And so that's, that's kind of the idea behind like, oh, they're going to add on. It's like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, we've talked about this in regards to ESPN and the whole SEC, ACC, and ACC teams wanting to join the SEC. It's like, well, hold on. We have your rights through 2035. Why do I want to pay you more for what I already have? Like, I don't want that to happen. And so it's, it's still the TV partners behind the conferences huh. that are helping shape where this goes. How many coaches are going to try to get to Big Ten school? Oh, yeah. How many head coaches? I know Chip Kelly's like, oh, man, my winning ain't done down here in LSU. <laughs> but, but gosh darn, I might need to have take my time parts on back up to that Big Ten country. Can you just call him Chip Kelly? Uh, yeah, I meant Brian. Well, well no, but, maybe that's his southern alter ego. Yeah, maybe oh, it's, it's oh. the Chip Kelly of the South. Yeah, maybe he oh, started a we'll clean, bad Chip. We'll clean that up. Chip is going to the Big Ten. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's already there. Ah, Chip is going. Yeah. By the way, does this make Mel Tucker underpaid now, considering mm. what they just brought in as a conference? Is he looking around going, "Oh I'm man, Jonas, let me tell you, he he is so underpaid now." <laughs> but I, me and my family, we ain't done getting paid yet. We, we gonna go. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, we gonna Bernard. go. We don't go on to the Big Ten. Thanks, Bernard. I appreciate it, man. Ah. Way to call him out on that. 
<laughs> two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Why did he come into the spot talking like that, though, man? That's all I, I'll never, hey, that one will never get old to me. I'm sorry. Where he's dancing. Me with, and my family. The best part is he's dancing with that recruit, and then the recruit ends up going to Alabama. Like, like, what a waste of time. You grind up on some kid like you're in the middle of a phone booth, and then oh afterwards the gosh. kid ends up going to Alabama anyways. That is funny. That's kind of your old move, though, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little, little grind, little bump and grind. Yeah. And then they go, some, they go somewhere else with somebody Pretend else. Pretend like you're in an elevator, press the button to go up and down. Yeah, that's the move, man. I know, I know what I'm doing. Oh hips don't God. lie. Those hips, I was just going to say, man. Yeah, don't lie. What, what song is it that comes on when you start dancing on our show right now? I'm trying uh, to think which one. Which one? Oh, uh, God, I don't know. What is it? Um, well, Roberta plays one of them like almost – I can't remember. Well, I mean, you throw some Celia Cruz on, and uh, there's going to be stuff moving in the studio here. I'm telling you that right now. No, it was a Suavemente is what really gets Oh, yeah, Suavemente. Dios Mio. Elvis Crispo. I mean, you throw that on. Hey, look, you throw on some Vicente Fernandez. I'll make it work. Yeah. I'm talking about, Berto. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. So, uh, do you guys want to hear the best of Deshaun Watson yesterday uh, when yeah. he stepped up and yeah. answered some questions? All right, so here we go. Uh, we have a live studio band uh, with us here on FSR. They're joining us. They're all masked up here uh, just to be safe here because you never know with COVID. And all of a sudden, uh, here we go. This is Deshaun Watson yesterday. Take it away. I've always uh, stood on my innocence and always said that I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyone, and I'm continuing to stand on that. But at the same time, I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career and for us to be able to move forward you know I have to be able to take steps and put pride to the side and um, I'm gonna continue to stand on my innocence and, and, and keep pushing forward and I've always you know stood on not disrespecting or sexual assaulting anyone what do you apologize for everyone that was affected about this situation there was a lot of people that was triggered but not the women that accused you of this I apologize to all women so anybody that was affected even yourself Every, everything. So I'm apologizing to everyone that was affected about this whole situation. Deshaun, last time we talked to you, I know you said you weren't thinking about settling. I guess what changed between then and, and getting those settlements done? Like I said, I have to continue to move forward uh, with my life and with my career. And, uh, you know, things happen on the legal side that you got to continue to just keep pushing forward and moving. Yeah, I know who I am. Um, I know what type of person I am. I know the character of person I was raised to be and uh, I've always been. So uh, that's, that's the biggest thing for me is continue to show who 
Deshaun Watson really is, and the people that meet me and that's around me, they'll they'll figure out who I really am too. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving on with my career, with my life, and I'm continuing to stand on my innocence. Just because you know settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is is guilty for anything. I feel like a person has the opportunity to stand on his innocence and prove that, and we prove that on the legal side, and we're just going to continue to push forward as an individual and as a person. I feel like through this whole process, we've been trying to tell my side of the story. Um, but a lot of people wasn't able to or didn't really pay too much attention to it. But one day we will. Uh, only time will tell. And, you know, like I said before, I just continue to keep being the person I am, keep showing the community how good of a human being I am. Uh, I have always been how I was raised. And I just want to continue to show that and, you know, keep pushing forward. There it is. That is how you fail a press conference, folks. Right there. Yeah. Well, I just want to stand on my own innocence right now. <laughs> stand on my own innocence. Stand on my own innocence. I mean, I here's the reality. Continue to show people, you know, how good so I am. Good. Yeah. No, he is right. I mean, settling doesn't necessarily mean you know you're guilty, but sure as hell doesn't mean you're innocent either. I mean, you can't you can't say one is true without saying the other is true too. My my favorite is when he says, "Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm apologizing to all women." You know, Maybe just you. like just so Maybe I can do. Dude, just ask me a question. <laughs> just so. I can cover my tracks here. I just want to be clear. All women. All right. What about the ones that that, that aren't on this list that filed a lawsuit? Them too. Apologize to them are too. The, are these the so ones cover everything. he didn't try to creep on or hasn't you know, been predatory oh towards in the future? Too. God, this is all women, man. past, present, and future? Especially when he releases a written statement afterwards, uh, you know, apologizing. and the, Look, what you heard yesterday, that's him. All right, that written statement, all the the stuff with the Didi Kikawala last week, all that like that was him yesterday. He was frustrated, he was probably annoyed, and I, he I I still believe that he doesn't think he did anything all that wrong. I, I really I, believe. I, that. I saw a quote from D Haslam after one of the things someone read to him that he said. She goes, clearly he like needs more therapy or he needs counseling or something. Like it was something along those lines where. She was like the only one who could come out and admit, yeah, look, my husband wanted this guy. It paid him a lot of money. He's a huge creep, but he's a really good quarterback. But, yeah, he's needs, he needs treatment. Like, she, she was, like, the only one to come out and kind of, like, make a quasi-statement admitting to, like, clearly he still needs some help in this regard, which is – just take a step back, which what is what makes the Sue L. Robinson decision even that much worse. The fact that not only was it, you know, almost half the amount of games – but no fine, and there was no, no counseling, no, yeah. no, no, you know, any sort of mediation or, 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 you know, any of that. And you're looking at going, how in the hell would you think this dude in his right mind should just go be able to go back out and do what he was doing before? Uh, here was the D Haslam sound that you mentioned yesterday. This was uh, yesterday in Cleveland. And counseling takes time. You don't just go to a counseling session and wake up and, and, and understand the impact it has. I think it's a layering effect. It takes weeks, months, a long time to get to where you understand so much more about yourself. And I think Deshaun has made progress from the time he came here till now. He's making progress, but it, it's not going to happen overnight. He, he, you know, he's 26 years old and he's just getting into counseling. I think it's going to take some time. Yeah, I mean, this oh, makes on, all the sense on, in the hold, world. Hold, hold on. Hold, hold, Come on, he's 26. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But isn't he innocent? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what do you need to make progress from if you're innocent? He's 26. What, are you, progr- what yeah. are you making progress from? Yeah. What's the progress? Yeah. What does she see that she sees making progress from? 
I'm curious. Yeah. It, uh... I, I do want to change gears quickly, though, um, to this question. So their win-loss total went from 9.5 this year when this announcement was made to 8.5. Now, that number could continue to tick down potentially, but what do you think that says about, like, the, I guess, bookmakers' thoughts on Watson? Only one game, considering he's suspended for 11. Now, granted, I, I know they factored in, you know, with that number of the 9.5, the first six games. But now you're talking about over half the games this season and a much more difficult stretch going with a backup quarterback. I just I thought it'd be more than one game. I thought that line would drop at least a couple of games in his ass, uh, absence, which which you're now I'm thinking like maybe they just don't think he's that good. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think there's that win. Um, yeah, they were four and twelve. People forget that Houston was bad. Um, his final year there. If you so, let's just look at it this way then. If we knew that he was going to be gone the first six games, they're they're judging that one game difference on game seven through games twelve. So let's just look at it this way: they're at Baltimore, they've got Cincinnati, and then they're at Miami, at Buffalo, and then they've got Tampa. That's a pretty tough schedule. And it is, but I would still give them at least a couple of games or a few games with him at quarterback. I because agree. They've got a really good roster. I agree. And so the fact that it is only a one-game difference based on that stretch of games with a bye week mixed in, I, yeah, I think that's pretty telling that maybe they're not as optimistic about his time or at least his immediate future in Cleveland. Like that—that that is kind of a damning, you gotta see, uh, damning well. thing. Well, Cleveland doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, got their guys. I, I went through their schedule yesterday. I find it hard to believe they'll be better than seven and ten, like given the suspension and everything else. No, they're screwed. Like when you really go through it, that's to me the, the ceiling. Like I don't think there's any way they could be a winning team. I think it's going to be hard for them to be better than seven and ten, and mm. and so that's probably putting them in the last place in the division, right? I, I think it's a good division, so. We'll see how the rest of it plays out and what Pittsburgh looks like. But um, I just I, I sit there and look at it and go, yeah, it, it's kind of a wasted year, if you will. Like you're, you're kind of wasting away another year of trading for a guy, giving up those assets and and paying him all that money for six games. How the hell is uh, Pittsburgh projected to finish last in that division, according to DraftKings, even after all this that came out yesterday? How's Pittsburgh picked to finish behind Cleveland? That's that's strange to me. That doesn't that doesn't add up to me. It doesn't make any sense. Here's the tough part. So they play Pittsburgh what week two and then week seventeen. I think so. Yes. Right. I I would week, actually week three on a short week, week and then three, week on a week short 18. week in Cleveland yeah. in Cleveland. Yep. I would actually make the case that like it it schedules out for Cleveland to beat Pittsburgh both those times. Right. I mean, you're playing the, the Pittsburgh's got to come to Cleveland on a short week. Yeah, I know it's going to be Jacoby Brissett, or we you know presume that's going to be the case, but. You, I mean, they're still a talented roster, still a good defense. You know, there's nothing that says that Mitch Trubisky couldn't couldn't stumble or struggle. Or if it's Kenny Pickett, now you got a rookie. Maybe he has a, some rookie mistakes on a short week. So maybe Cleveland sneaks in with that one. And then by 17, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's you know an upgrade from from Brissett, and he's played enough at that point. You think he's got his feet wet, he's knocked off some rust, and he'd be able to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's more the logic behind it when you look at how the schedule pans out and even with the divisional play. Yeah, it's uh, that's tough logic. It's not looking good, it's though. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh fin- finishing last to Cleveland. I think it's tough logic. 
I just, I, I just think you're kind of on an island. You're a lot higher on Pittsburgh than a lot of people are, man. Eh? Uh, well, I guess I'd be on that island because I, I don't, I don't see it being sound logic to think that Cleveland finishes higher than than Pittsburgh in the North. I don't. I think they'll play good defense. I think that they will. I mean, they do have a running game. They they do have a running back. They they have receivers, and there's a probably a strong possibility that they'd be a better team. Addition by subtraction, to be honest, because I think they'll be whoever it is, whether it's Trubisky or whether it ends up, unless it's Rudolph. I well, don't they, think it's I wouldn't Rudolph, say they have a running game. They're awful last year. They've yeah, got they, Najee Harris. But, they will be. You know, I think they will be better. I okay. think their I think their I mean, offensive they, they were line will be. 29th in the league last year in rushing. Yeah, I get it. But they got a running game, as in they have a running back. Is is you know sometimes I have to make sure I put particulars out there. I, I apologize. Well, they had Najee last year. I, yeah, I think it's more the offensive line if they get that yeah, group. Yeah, more of the line. And I I don't know that the line has improved, but I would not I would not suspect that they would come into this year without their line having been somewhat revamped or improved from what it was last season. James I don't Daniels, think, man. I don't yeah, I look at they, them. They've looked at it. They've done we that. could look at the, the type of roster that Cleveland has had, and one would say they stumbled into the playoffs in that that, that successful year that they had. I mean, they, they – you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they had the crap out of Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh that game. Yeah, I think there were. I think they got off to a bad start. I think there was some mishaps. The snap was. I mean, it just they. It, it was a very, very opportune situation um, for them to to get that game. I'm looking at the season that year. They weren't a dominant team that year. They made it into the playoffs. They weren't a dominant team. I, I, I've not seen them with the the personnel that they've had be a dominant team. Ever, so I, I'm I'm not going to start to think that they're going to be a dominant team now, especially with the quarterback situation, the confusion confusion surrounding that position right now. I don't I don't look at them as being a team where you would would just definitively say, oh yeah, they're they're going to be better than Pittsburgh, where you have an established the 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 the, the factor, the true factor is the coaching staff, like. As long as they got Mike Tomlin, I'm not betting against them, for one. I mean, Bill Belichick gets that type of grace. I'm giving that same type of grace because the dude has never had a losing season. But for two, well, I just think they're going Murphy's to be law, an improved man. team. Yeah, well, Murphy's could law. Be. Could be. But, I mean, look, at Cleveland, that, I mean, first off, that year, if they were dominant, they were dominant for the rushing attack. I mean, I know it's, it's been a couple of years, but when you think back about why they made it, you know, Baker played well that year, but it was largely the combination of Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. You know, that's that's a large piece of their offense. Defensively, they played well enough. But, no, I mean, look, the logic to why they would, which maybe you don't feel like there is much, I think it's just how the schedule plays out for Cleveland to play Pittsburgh. Like, that's the reality of it is, you know, Cleveland's not going to win. They're going to have a losing season. There's, there's no doubt about it. No one's disputing that. It's just how many wins they actually get. And I think for, for Pittsburgh, just a lot of questions around a lot of things You think there, they'll have less defense. than seven wins? The Pittsburgh will? Yes. Um, I don't know. I'd have to comb back through their schedule. It, it, that's the hard part is, is tell me who's playing quarterback. Like, is it Trubisky? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll look at the schedule and kind of break that down, but I, I think they could have more than that. I, I think, I think eight and nine is, is very likely given where Baltimore and Cincinnati are just within the division. And then looking at the rest of Pittsburgh's schedule and just even when they play the Browns, like, do you really want to play Cleveland in Cleveland on a short week? I mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems like early in the season like that's probably probably not the best thing that you'd want. 
and then you play them the very last game of the season where Watson's finally got some time to come back. And I'll say this, is Watson not a better quarterback than anyone on the Steelers roster? Yeah. Okay, so you probably give him a little bit of that. I don't know that. I don't know that for certain. You said yeah very quickly. I don't I don't know that. I don't know. Well, based that. I mean, on what they been, what, what everyone's on. done in the NFL on the Pittsburgh roster and based on what Deshaun's done, granted you know, it's been a while, you'd still say he's he's got a better body of work. I I don't know that how anyone could disagree with that. No, I'm not talking about his body of work. I'm talking about as of late. We're we're talking about he's already one season removed. Right. And then he'll be eleven games removed from playing. Sure. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know what. I don't. I have no idea what I'm going to see. That's that's well, a little. Wouldn't bit you of say the same off. thing about Mitchell Trubisky? I mean, how many games yeah. did he play last year? Yeah. I w- I, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I get it. Okay. And I'm not saying that he he is he isn't better. He, of course, Deshaun Watson is considerably up. I mean, he's obviously the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid player in the game. So he, there's something there that, that he's better for certain. I just don't know what I'm going to see. And I don't trust Cleveland in the AFC North. I, I just, I mean, that's just, to me, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. And I don't expect to see it this year. So, that's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's not based well, I don't off think, factual I, I think information. you're arguing with no one here because no one no. thinks Cleveland's going to do anything this year. So, yeah, I'm not but, sure what but the debate is. I, I don't think it's an argument. I'm just saying I don't think Cleveland will finish anywhere but last in the, the AFC North is, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I think it's a two-team race for two-team last. Two-team race for the bottom. Pittsburgh and Cleveland with Cincinnati and Baltimore clearly had a vote. I'll tell you what, the biggest benefactor of the suspension, honestly, is the AFC West because now you're probably going to get yeah. an additional team there. God, um, all when you think about the record, four, I didn't even, like, it's that's too much math involved. Can is it possible for all four teams to it get into the postseason? One, it would it's be crazy. Be, be I mean, crazy. it's got to be possible with seven teams now and the additional game. You'd have to think it's possible. Yeah, because three got in from the south uh, back in I think 2017. They had three yeah. get in from the south three, last three year. Three get in from the AFC North all the time. Yeah, so yeah, it seems like it is. Uh, somebody's got to do the math on that. I don't want to. I refuse to. So somebody else is smarter than me. We'll get Lee on that on when that. he gets back. Well, I mean, who knows? Jeez. I mean, again, he's in Tijuana and, and you know how stuff ends up in Tijuana. Ask Barrett Robbins. It's bad, man. All right, hey, two pros and a cup of Joe. He's recovered from that. Uh, well, Depends on what recovery is. Uh, we could talk but about he's how complicated strides. he's improving. That is true, and he's only yeah. 26 years old. There you go. Oh, I thought you were talking about Deshaun. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new-timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.